what do you know? Welcome, everybody, to an emergency pod edition of After Further Review. I am your host, Alex Hale. And, you know, I get requests all the time from people for me to come back. And I know you guys missed the show. And I hope you guys first off enjoyed our NBA draft live stream. For those of you that uh, listened in, I had a blast doing it. Um, You know, hopefully... If all goes well, we might do some for the NFL draft again this year. Don't know about that yet. Still way too early. Um, but uh, I'm excited, even though I probably will be at the draft itself. So, yeah, who knows? Um, but anyways, I decided, you know, Twitter is a wonderful place full of idiots galore. Um, the Cleveland Browns today won. They are eight and three. And I will say that in terms of Twitter itself, I can't tell if we won or lost. And it goes back to an old pod we did way back in August where I said Browns fans are conditioned to be Losers. You are losers. You love to lose. You want every quarterback to fail unless if he went to Ohio State because you're biased dumbasses. Now, a lot of the smart ones and fair ones are coming out of the woodwork now that we're winning. But the last of you, the last of you that won't give up, that you were wrong about Baker. This show is simple. This show is very simple with the message is, go root for Pittsburgh. You're not welcome here anymore. Get the fuck out. I'm going to say that right now. Get the fuck out of this fan base. You're not welcome in the dog pound. If you come in the dog pound, you don't get beer. We'll make sure you don't get your fucking beer. And maybe we'll kick your ass. Because you're a Steeler fan at heart. You want the Browns to lose. So therefore, you're a Steeler fan. Root for them. We don't want you here. I mean, God. You really have that much angst towards a quarterback. You would think he's Tim Couch. And you're rooting for him, you know, how it ended. I'm not going to say it. You know what happened. Here's a piece of wood. I'm knocking on it. You can't hear it, but I'm knocking on it. God. So Baker Mayfield today, I think he played a good game. You know, he's one of those quarterbacks, and everybody's talking about, well, the four or five tight window throws. Well, you want to know what? Not many quarterbacks can make those throws first off numbskulls. They can't. Like, I am so mad at like how dumb you can be and I'm here recording this watching Aaron Rodgers throw beautiful passes you know Aaron Rodgers one of those few guys in the league that can throw in that tight window Pat Mahomes one of those guys that can throw into a tight window Baker Mayfield is one of those people and he knows it he's a Brett Favre we know what he is He just needs to fix some things. His footwork still is a mess. And we all forget he had no off-season program. And yet somehow, throughout all this, he has picked up a brand new 
offensive playbook, run it efficiently, cut down on his turnovers, cut down on mistakes, learning the check down, learning to throw the ball away, has improved his completion percentage, is on pace for as many touchdowns as he had last year, if not more, and significantly cutting down his interceptions from last year, which was a pain for everyone. Which, by the way, he didn't throw one today. Congratulations. Everybody's going to say, well, it's Jacksonville. He shouldn't have. Uh, Okay, I'm going to get out of the way. I said on Twitter, I'm going to say it today. Josh Allen, Mr. Everybody loves him. We should have drafted him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We should have drafted Josh Allen. He was the best quarterback of that draft. Look at him. He's going to the playoffs. He can run the ball. He can pass the ball, even though he's not accurate always with the ball. He was getting MVP talk early this season. He played against the winless New York Jets and didn't throw a touchdown. The offense didn't even get a touchdown. They won by kicking six field goals. Let me repeat that. They kicked six field goals to win the game. If New York had a competent defense and a competent offense, the Jets would have beaten the Bills. Thank you, Adam Gase, for being a dumbass. And thank you, Sam Darnold, for being a Solid, not great quarterback. I'm here to say the 2018 class really does. I mean, like Lamar Jackson can be special, but as a passer, he still needs work. He won MVP, not hating on him. Great QB, very unique talent, still needs work on passing the ball. Still love him, but there's no one like guy. That really sticks out. I mean, it's the one year of uh, Lamar. That's it. But we hold Baker to these high standards that no other fan base puts their QB at. I swear to God, if that if Baker threw 29 of 29 through 360 yards and five touchdowns, it still wouldn't be enough for some of you because you hate on him just because you didn't want him because you have Johnny syndrome. You're so scared he's Johnny that you're you're wussies. You're wussies to embrace winning because you're scared of Johnny. Johnny's long gone. It's over. And he ain't Johnny Manziel. Stop letting Aaron Goldhammer, who, believe it or not, is now turning the corner and saying, You know, he's kind of a mature quarterback who knows his mistakes, but he still played well today, but knows he can get better. I have never heard Aaron Goldhammer say that about any quarterback ever. If Aaron Goldhammer can do that, so can you. There is hope for you. There is hope for you, senile Browns fans, young and old. There is hope for you. If Aaron can do it, so can you. Good for you, Aaron. I'm proud of you. All my hating on you has finally made you a decent, a decent man when it comes to quarterbacks. When you see good play, you acknowledge it. He was 19-29, threw for 250 yards passing, 
through two TDs, no interceptions. This really is a problem for some of you. This really is. Do you know how many years we've been dying to go to win eight games in a year? And we got what, five games left? And we've won eight games? We could win 10. We could, we could go 13 and three, guys. It's still on the table. And the Steelers could still collapse and we could still win a division. We're still in the division hunt. But it isn't good enough for you, is it? You want Baker to fail. You've already decided he's not good enough. Well, I need to ask you dumbasses a question. Who are you replacing him with? Without mortgaging the farm, you cannot say Matt Stafford because that will cost you a first or second round pick. And we know Andrew Barry isn't doing that. He isn't doing that. So cross Matt Stafford out, okay? The only one I think he might do it for is a Deshaun Watson, but he's not available. He signed his extension. The Texans don't have Bill O'Brien as their coach, so that's done. You're not getting Dak. Stop with that pipe dream. He's staying in Dallas. Okay, so let's look. Sam Darnold. I, I don't even see him as an upgrade. I see him more so as a downgrade to Baker. Baker has a better arm. He has better accuracy. And honestly, he's becoming more efficient than Sam Darnold ever was. And Darnold just needs a year. He needs a year to sit on a bench behind a veteran. He needs to go to like a Pittsburgh, Green Bay. I know Green Bay has an art quarterback, but you get my point. He needs to go to New Orleans where he sits behind a veteran. And learns. So cross off Sam Darnold. Who's left? Jameis Winston? Well, you might as well keep Baker if you're talking about Mr. Turnover himself. But Baker's become far more efficient than we ever dreamed. So Baker's already better. Okay, so cross off Jameis. Cam Newton? Have you seen the New England offense? Get out of here. Get out of here. He can't throw anymore. He's done. So cross him off. Gardner Minshew, maybe? I see that as a parallel, a, a, I'm sorry, a lateral move to Baker. I love Gardner Minshew. I, I had a third-round grade out with him coming out. I loved him. I wanted him to be Baker's backup. But I see him as the same quarterback. And I see Baker with the better arm. So again, you can't go to the draft. I'm sorry, because if you're telling me you're going to replace Baker Mayfield with Kyle Trask or uh, Mac, uh, whatever his name is, Mac Brown or whatever his name is at Alabama, I I literally have not gotten into all the quarterbacks yet. Um, and Mac's one of the last ones I'm getting into. And even now, I mean, like, Mac has like three or four receivers at Alabama and they outclass everyone. It's the Justin Fields effect. Guys, if you're not getting Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, who I am in love with uh, in terms of a passer, or Trey Lance, you can't replace Baker with anyone. 
You can't. You can't go to the draft. And you have bigger needs. You cannot possibly be this stupid. You you guys really are what's holding the fan base back and making it a mockery that Colin Cowherd loves to trigger. You are the reason. You keep it alive because you're stupid. You want to go with Fitzmagic next year? Get out of here. Please go root for Pittsburgh. I'm begging you. Go root for Pittsburgh. We don't want you here. You are toxic to this fan base. You are worse than the media itself. And the media is shitty still. Because they overanalyze everything. Look, Baker had three or four really dumb throws. And it wasn't like a bad decision. It was just bad footwork. That can be fixed. You don't think Alex Van Pelt is going to shame Baker in the film room and say, look, where did you go wrong? And he didn't work with them all offseason to fix the footwork problems that Freddie Kitchens caused. So guess what? Baker is going to have that this year. But give him a full offseason with this staff, with the numbers he's put up this year, I think it's fair to challenge him to do even better next year. If he keeps up on this pace, yes, we can hold him to a higher standard. I'm not saying extend the guy. He hasn't proven it yet. In fact, right now, this is a reclamation season because Freddie Kitchens almost broke him. He almost broke him. We're finding out if Baker is damaged goods or not. And it's clear he's not damaged goods. He still has the moxie to go out there when Jacksonville goes right down and scores on you and knowing this is a game you should win, that you should not be losing. And guess what? Baker comes up and he makes throws happen in critical situations, connecting with Landry, connecting with Kaderil Hodge throughout the day and making plays. That's what good quarterbacks do. They are not phased. When the going gets tough, they get tougher. The most crucial thing I would say, now granted, Nick Chubb makes this play. And yes, it was a screen. Baker Mayfield makes the throw to Chubb. Puts in a position where Chubb can move and make a play. That last play, Baker started. Shut up. And sit down, son. Go sit in the corner and let the adults talk at the Thanksgiving Day table. You go sit in the kids' corner with your coloring books and your video games and let the grown-ups have grown-up talks. You are disqualified. You really want to sit here and break down all the bad from a guy who threw for 65% from the field. And yes, if he had made that one play in the end zone, he'd be closer to 67% with another touchdown. And Baker knows that. And maybe if he doesn't throw the ball behind Kareem Hunt, and though Kareem maybe should have gotten a better hand on it, but we'll say it's mostly on Baker, 99% of it, but 1% on 
Hunt could have made a great catch, but it's besides the point. Baker could have thrown for almost 70% of his passes tonight. And here's the wild thing. It still wouldn't be enough for you. You would find everything wrong. In fact, when Baker had that big game against Cincinnati, you were like, oh, it was Cincinnati. Well, again, I bring it up to you. Josh Allen did not throw a touchdown against the Bills in week seven. Yes, he threw for 300 yards. Yes, he ran well. Because he doesn't have a running back. So he has to do it all. Good for Josh Allen. Bad for the Bills not to get him a real running back. But he still didn't score a touchdown. They had to kick field goals. If Baker Mayfield did that, you guys would be going insane during games. We have to kick at our field goal. Gosh darn it, we got to stop the Jets. Why is it so hard to just keep them down? Why won't you just score a touchdown? You'd be doing that all game. And yet when Josh Allen does it, he's praised. When Baker does it, he's criticized. Do not give me this double standard bullshit. And don't give me this double standard bullshit of, oh, he was the number one pick. He was a Heisman winner. Josh Allen was a top 10 pick. Going into the previous year, Josh Allen was a first-round pick before Baker Mayfield was even considered a third-round pick. Baker was a sixth-round pick going into his last year, and he just tore it up, showed so much improvement, they became the number one pick. Josh Allen, at that time, was between him and Sam Darnold as the number one quarterbacks in that class. You want to know how I know this? Because I did all the scouting for it. In 2017, when the Browns picked Kaiser, I was already looking ahead. And Allen was on my radar then at number one. So don't tell me, oh, he won the Heisman, all that shit. Josh Allen was a first-round talent for over a year, way longer than Baker ever was considered a first-round talent. Sit down, shut up, and sit down at the kids' table, son. Let the grown-ups talk. And by the way, here's a present from the adults. Here's some Steeler gear. Go root for them. You see the theme of this show? I want to give credit where credit's due in this game because I don't want this to be all negative. Joe Woods, I know a lot of people hate him. Joe Woods, for the lack of defensive talent on this team, losing Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, and Ronnie Harrison on the first play of the game. Look, the Jaguars have some decent weapons. I'm not saying they're a great team. They have weapons that can go up and down the field on you if you don't have a defense. The Browns had backups on playoff teams. And some guys that are practice squad guys. That defense was not good. And yet, Joe Woods is doing just enough defensively. The brilliance to just have enough defensively to win games. 
this team, this defense is getting grittier and grittier every week, and I love it. I love it. Look, if you can get some players going in the next year and Baker can take the next step, the Browns are going to be a threat in the AFC North. They are. They have to be. So now we look at the bigger picture. How'd the offense do? Well, Nick Chubb is amazing, and we need to pay him, and Kareem Hunt's amazing with him. Jarvis Landry had a day against, you know, corners who probably have no business starting. I know people are going to say, well, that's why Baker did so well. Well, yeah, look at the Jets. They're 0-10. Josh Allen didn't do uh, much better. So there you go. Um, But you look at the Browns' offense. It's Baker is putting you in positions to win. At the end of the day, that's all you can ask of your quarterback. He is doing enough to get you a win. Could it be better? Yeah, Baker knows that. He's going to get better. But to sit here and really say, oh, he's not the guy, and you don't even know who you're replacing him with. And don't say Case Keenum, because I swear if you say Case Keenum, I will have to question your IQ because it must be low. It must be really low. Baker may not be perfect. And I'm not going to sit here and say he's perfect. But no one on Twitter I have asked to shut me up and give me a replacement. Give me a reasonable replacement that doesn't cost the farm. You can't do it. Look, you're not replacing him in a year at the end of this year. You're not. And you shouldn't, more importantly. You are 8-3. and three. The Browns haven't had an 8-win season since I was in goddamn high school as a senior. Like, what the fuck? Really? You really want to sit here and tell me that you can't accept eight and three? Go root for Pittsburgh, please. I'm begging you. If your level is perfection, go root for them. Go root for those bastards. We don't want you. I am sick and tired of the bullshit. I am sick and tired of the hating on Baker just because you hate him. He's won you eight games. He's 20 and 20 as your starting quarterback. Far better than any quarterback the Browns have had since 1999. You're not going to do better. You're not. Ride or die with Baker. Fix everything else. And I'll say this. If Baker isn't the guy past next year, sell the farm for a quarterback that you need. Whoever it may be. Matt Ryan. Matthew Stafford, a draft guy. I don't, I'm not looking that far ahead because I refuse to do it because I still think Baker will prove it. Or worst case, if you need one more year, franchise them and go one more year and ride and die with them. 
There is no replacement. There is no going back. And don't give me Jimmy Garoppolo because that guy can't stay on the field, nor does he have really the arm ability that Baker has. So, no, sit down in your corner. No one can come up with an no one can come up with a replacement. No one can counter my Josh Allen argument. And Baker didn't really do that bad of a job. He did a good job today. If you're going to hate on Baker, either sit down and shut up at the kids' table, son, or go root for Pittsburgh because you're not welcome here anymore. We don't want you. I am done with the losing mentality. We're about to be a winning football team, damn it. It's time to start acting like we've been there. I know we haven't been there, but we need to start acting like we've been there. Because for God's sake, if you're going to be this miserable when we win, winning is not even going to be fun. And karma is a real thing. And karma will bite us. And we'll be back to what we were, and you losers who don't like Baker can be happy with your 0-16 parades, your mistake-by-the-lake jokes, the Gucci Pound. I don't even know how to pronounce it. The Gucci Pound or whatever it is. I don't even know what you want as a fan. Bottom line, you're miserable. You're miserable, pathetic pieces of shit. And it's no wonder why you don't get laid. So there you go. Mic drop. You losers have been sunned. Go root for Pittsburgh. We don't fucking want you anymore. To the Browns, bravo. You want to know what? There is no such thing as ugly wins. Who cares? So what if we won ugly? Bill Cower said that. So what if we won ugly? We won. We're eight and three. We're right there in the playoff race. Shut up. This is why we can't have nice things. Because of losers like you and our fan base. It's time for you to get out. Go root for someone else. And by the way, don't root for the Cavs and don't root for the Indians. We don't want you either. So leave Cleveland. Be a bandwagon fan wherever you want to go. You have free passage to go wherever you want. I'm sure a lot of our people in Cleveland would back me on it. So with that, thank you guys for listening. When I'll be back, I don't know. I'm still working out our profiling episodes. Uh, Stay tuned for that. Uh, It might be uh, next year we start that. Um, Some personal things I'm trying to take care of before the end of the year. Um, it'll kind of give me clarity on where I'm going with this afterwards. Uh, but hopefully, uh, first of the year, uh, we'll be, uh, transitioning this show to, from after further review to from the land, uh, podcasts. Um, so we're going to be doing that, uh, profiling people. We'll talk sports, but I don't want to talk sports all the time. I just want to talk about life and, you know, shit in the world and you know just things we enjoy so anyways guys thank you for listening i'm your host alex hale and guess what i'm out and so are you loser fans off to pittsburgh with all of you